Welcome to Inside Scoop Live. Hello, I'm Sherry Hoyt, and I'm your host for today. I'm excited to be speaking with Donna Zadunowski, author of Help Me, a gripping story about a young teen struggling to cope through some heavy teenage societal issues. Before we start, let's learn a little bit more about Donna. Donna Zadunowski grew up in a small town in Ohio named Bristolville, spending her childhood reading, writing, and fishing. In her teens, she read nothing but Stephen King books, and it was then that she told herself she would one day write her own books. Donna's writing career began with seven children's books about her daughter and the adventures she went on, but her dream has always been to write mystery and suspense novels. For more information about Donna Zadunowski and her book, Help Me, visit her website at DonnaZadunowski.com, and that's www.donnazadunowski.com. Hi, Donna. Welcome to Inside Scoop Live. Hi. I can't wait to hear your story. Why don't you start by telling our listeners a bit about yourself? Um, I was born in Bristolville, Ohio, a small town, probably about an hour south of Cleveland. Um, lived there for over 32 years and then moved to Florida for a while. Um, always had a passion for writing when I was a teenager. Um, loved Stephen King books, and but I didn't end up starting to write until about 2005 when I wrote seven children's books and then I went into writing mystery novels and lately since my daughter's in high school she's 15 um, I got into writing young adult teen books about teen suicide and bullying. What does your book help me about and what inspired you to write this story? Um, Help me is about a boy who he struggles with life this took place because um, the book's been out for over a year now. This actually took place when he was in seventh grade. It is based on real events um, of my daughter's friend. Oh, wow. Um, yes. Unfortunately, he, you know, was dealing with oppression and he would deal with it by cutting himself. Mm-hmm. My daughter, you know, seeing the cuts and everything and we talk. Um, which is a good thing. You know, I like my daughter coming to me and discussing things with me. Mm -hmm. So I just told her, you know, for someone like that, you just have to watch what you do and say around them because they tend to take it more serious than others. So it went beyond cutting. Um, She did actually see him put a gun to his head on a video cam, Mm. and then he ended up shutting down the video cam once he realized that it was facing him because normally he would have the phone facing the ceiling so you couldn't see his face. Mm. And the next day she had come to me about it, and that's when I contacted the school because I didn't know um, his father, who he is living with, And they took it from there. They called me to the school. They talked to my daughter. And they sent him to the hospital for help. So he's doing better. But, yeah, it was definitely a um, scary situation for my daughter and for me to go through something like that. And we are friends with him. And I talked to him. I said, do you mind if I write about this? And he was actually thrilled. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you know, names are changed and stuff. So that's how Help Me came about. Wow. That's such an important message. And I wonder, do you think these issues are more prevalent in today's society? Or is it just that we hear about it so much more in this age of instant information? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it's changed, um, you know, back in the 80s as I was growing up, we didn't have cell phones or computers. So we didn't mm-hmm. have the cyberbullying that even my daughter has gone through. And kids can be just as nasty on Internet as they can in person. Yeah. They have anti-bullying at school, and I asked my daughter about it. But according to what she's saying, they don't discuss bullying and prevention and stuff like that. They don't have signs posted. And I just, I feel Mm -hmm. that that's wrong because I come across so many stories of young kids killing themselves because of being bullied. Yeah, it just seems like there's so much more we can do as a society. And it's just, it's senseless. Right. I was glad to be able to help him get the help he needed by speaking to the school saying, hey, you got a troubled student. They did ask why I didn't come sooner when I knew that he was cutting himself Mm. um, because I knew it really wasn't a a suicidal attempt. It was more of a releasing of his stress, his uh, depression. But once um, my daughter seeing him with a a gun, that was pretty much the line. Okay, someone needs to know about this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for getting this message out. I think you're doing some great work in that. Thank you. Yeah. Now, before we get much farther into the interview, I wanted to congratulate you on your literary awards with our Reader Views contest. And to update our listeners, Donna's book, Help Me, took home three awards in our program. For the Reader Views Reviewer's Choice Awards, she won first place in the teen category for ages 12 to 16 and second place in the young adult category. And she also won the Reader Views Kids Award for the Best Teen and Young Adult Book of the Year. Now, what was your initial reaction when you learned of these awards, and what do they mean to you? It blew my mind. Um, I I do enter quite a few contests, but when I seen that I was a finalist um, for three of the categories and then waiting, you know, for the winners to be announced. I was, I was floored. I was like, wow, this is wonderful that people love my book that Mm -hmm. I'm entering into these contests. It can be a difficult book to read Mm -hmm. um, because of some of the graphic stuff that's being talked about, but it's a wonderful feeling inside to know that uh, the accomplishments that helped me is getting yeah, and actually, I want to hear about the reviews you're getting from your reading audience. Our reviewer said what you just said that she didn't think it was a light read because the reality of the issues, of course, and and that you didn't really mince words. What she loved about it was that she could really feel what the characters were going through, and and mm-hmm. that kind of touched me. And I actually had the chance to read the book as well, and, and I loved it. Thank you. Tell me about your reading audience. Is it, it's, it's geared towards young adults, but are you getting reviews from older adults as well? I am. Um, I do wish it would go more into the parenting. I've got over 23 reviews on Amazon, mm. um, and I would have to say 80% of them are adults. I did get a review that was a 16-year-old, and she really loved it. So it's getting out there. I have a book trailer that I have of Help Me, which honestly, every time I, I watch it, I it makes me teary-eyed. So yeah. um, I had that advertised on Facebook, and you couldn't imagine how many teenagers liked the trailer and mm. would say, you know, how sad or how good the trailer was because it's just it. the trailer shows so much of what he's dealing with. 
mm-hmm. and him with the loaded gun and, you know, even the book cover with him having the cuts on his arm was mm-hmm. something, you know, I wanted people to know as soon as they seen the cover, okay, this is, this is what it's about. Yeah, and I, I know that a lot of these teens, they, they put on uh, the comments that uh, I don't think I could read this book because it's too close to home for me. Hmm. So, you know, I, I do want them to know that there is help out there. There is people there are going to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've gotten quite a few good reviews on it. Yeah. So, well, you've had aspirations since a young age to become an author, and it certainly seems you have attained that goal. What I'm curious about is your writing in three different genres. Now, how <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> Well, I started out with the children's books. My daughter was two. Mm-hmm. And just watching her do things at such a young age just inspired me. Because like I said, I wanted you know to write as a teenager. But watching her and just she just inspired me so much to start a children's series, which are called Taylor, uh, mm-hmm. T-A-Y-L-A is her name. And they're adventures of her. And there's seven of them. And it goes till about the age of eight. Once I finished the last book, when she started school, uh, I decided, you know what, I would really like to do a novel. So that's when I got into writing my first mystery novel, which is actually based on my relationship with an alcoholic. Mm. Um, But I just threw in some murder in there, which I pray isn't true, Um, (laughs) just to make it like a mystery, you know, whodunit, um, which there's quite a twist at the end. A lot of people are shocked when they get to the end to find out who is doing all the killings. So that's called Broken Promises. Uh, That just got a publishing contract through Custom Book Publishing in Hong Kong, Mm. um, along with the second novel, Not Forgotten, uh, which has gotten over 80 reviews on Amazon. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. What are the main differences in writing in the different genres, and which one do you enjoy the most, or can you really make that comparison? Mm, I love mystery because I, I do tend to read it, but the last couple of years, I love reading young adult books. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's because my daughter's 15 years old and, you know, that's her age group, mm-hmm. but um, when I got the plot for Help Me, I just... You know, some of that I can actually relate to when I was in high school. You know, there was bullying back then, and there will probably be forever bullying Mm -hmm. in schools. And is writing your full-time career? Yes, I consider writing my full-time career. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm finishing freelance courses online and trying to do some freelance jobs here and there. Um, Mm -hmm. Spend a couple hours writing my own books, you know, doing work for other people, Um, I do work part-time three days a week in the evening at a veterinarian office as a receptionist. Mm, I love animals. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell me about your freelance writing classes. What got you interested in that? And You said you're going to uh, pursue a degree? Yeah, freelancing degree at Penn Foster. Um, I have two exams left. I'm at the top of my class. Um, It's interesting because I've been self-publishing my own work. Hopefully one day I can get a literary agent Mm -hmm. for my series that I've been working on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just love 
working. Uh, I want to learn, like, doing articles and stuff like that. In fact, I just finished a job a couple weeks ago ghostwriting for somebody. Oh, wow. So what was that like? Uh, It was different. Yeah. (laughs) She she gave me the plot and um, what she wanted to happen in each chapter. Mm-hmm. So I had to put it all together. And it had to add as close to 20,000 words as possible. Uh-huh. Um, I came up with about 18,000. Um, I was, you know, a couple thousand short. But after, you know, I went through it like five times and I honestly – I couldn't feel of putting anything more into it. I thought what was in it was the best I thought it could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I let it sit for a week and going back through it. Um, it was, it was interesting. It's, it's sort of like doing my own book. Um, I, I would definitely do it again. Really? Okay. Yeah. So you don't get credit for it, right? Or... I don't, unfortunately. Yeah. That, that would be hard for me. It is because, um, you know, 90% of the work put into it is from me. Right. Um, even, you know, she, she gave me stuff, but I have to come up with moving the book along, putting the feelings in it, and scenery, description, everything. So yeah. um, I couldn't use even just a little bit in my portfolio. So That's interesting. <laughs> interesting <Yeah>. concept. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, it sounds like you like to work hard and you have fun doing it. So where do you get your work ethic? Well, it came from when I was a kid. Back then, like I said, we didn't have computers and cell phones. So I usually found work around the house to keep me busy. I'm just one of those people, just like my mother and my father. I mean, my mom's constantly moving around and that's me. And everyone's like, sit down, take a break. What? I don't know how. (laughs) So... I mean, I could be working on five projects at one time. Um, In fact, last year, not only was I working on Talk to Me, I was working on book three of my Secrets and Second Chances series. Mm. So that was a little difficult because, you know, you're going from working in first person in this book and then going and working third person in another book. Though my characters never got mixed up because they're totally two different stories. But yeah, yeah, I I tend to mess up on my POV Mm -hmm. because you're, you know, like I said, you're going from first person to third person. But I ended up just finishing one and gave it to my editor and then finished the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would think that would be a challenge writing in a couple different genres at once. So now you mentioned your mother and father and your father is your mentor. He is. He, he worked at the still mill five, six days a week, sometimes seven. Um, he, you know, he was the head of the household. He went to work, and my mom got to stay home and raise us. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, not only working at the still mill, when he had free time, um, he built kitchen cabinets by hand. And he has done it since after the house was built in Bristolville, Ohio. So wow. probably about the, I was six or seven years old. Um, So he's working at the steel mill, and then he would come home, sleep for so many hours, and then go in the workshop and put together cabinets for people that, you know, are buying them. Mm -hmm. And we would go out, because I have a sister. She's a year and a half older than me. 
my mom would put the stain on the cabinets, and my sister and I, we would uh, wipe off the stain, kids. Uh, and, we'd get, you know, my dad would pay us for it, you know. It wasn't a yeah. lot back then. To us, it was. Right. Um, but now he's retired. He retired after 30-some years at the still mill, and he built his own huge workshop. Um, so it has separate rooms in it for staining and everything, but he continues to build kitchen cabinets for people um, wow and yeah I mean that's that's I amazing to him, yeah he's just a he's a hard worker he's we're, we're two of the same people you know? I was just so. gonna say that's where you get your work ethic <laughs> <laughs> yeah Inside Scoop Live is a global internet-based broadcast specialized in interviewing published authors about their current books and their areas of expertise. Join us and hear both well-known and upcoming writers talking candidly about their life, experience, as well as the business of being an author in today's literary world. Always interesting and current, we strive to bring our audience high-quality discussions that spotlight a vast diversity of authors in the field today. Our interviews are available 24-7 through direct podcasts, as well as MP3 download from your computer for your convenience. Please visit us at InsideScoopLive.com. Welcome back to Inside Scoop Live. Today I'm talking with Donna Zadonofsky, author of Help Me. Stay tuned because we are going to continue this conversation with Donna about her love of music and reading, her self-publishing experience, and so much more. In the meantime, you can learn more about Donna and her books by visiting her website at DonnaZadunowski.com. And that's www.D-O-N-N-A-Z-A-D-U-N-A-J-S-K-Y.com. How does your daughter feel about your career? And what does she think about having a mom who is a published author? Well, she was very thrilled when the Taylor books came out. Um, when I did my first author event at a library, um, I had her come with me because the children that were there were probably about the age of four and five. Mm-hmm. And for them to actually see the character right there beside yeah. me in the room, and these kids were just wide-eyed like, she's real you know what I mean because (laughs) when you're young like that and you're reading these you know depending what kind of book you're reading it's nice to say okay here's the character yeah um so she was thrilled at that and then I went into novels when she got a little older um especially Broken Promises she's like well why can't I read it I said well it's a little older than you Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that are in it, because like I said, 75% of the book is true to the events that I lived through. Um, mm-hmm. So I I told her she could read it now. She's going to be 16 on the 14th. So um, yeah. she says, go ahead, you can read it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Because you never know how teens are going to react. You know? <laughs> she does, when she goes to school and she's in reading class, she told her teacher uh, the last several years, oh, my mom writes books. And they're like, really? Can I have a copy? And um, usually the book I end up giving them is um, I gave them Help Me, you know, because I feel that it's something these teachers need to get out to their students. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then from there they can look me up on Amazon or Barnes & Nobles and purchase the rest of my books. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What do you like to do in your free time? What are some of your hobbies? 
Oh, I I read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I not only I I'll read an ebook. Well, I used to be an ebook reader. I'm I'm actually going back to um paperback reading. Mm-hmm. Uh and I audiobook at the same time. Mm. Um which my daughter doesn't understand how can you you read two different books, but then I'm also working on my own books. Now you said you used to read ebooks, but you're going back to paper. I kind of go back and forth between the two as well, but I I really like to have a book in my hand for some reason. The only time I really like my e-readers at night when I can turn out the lights and and read. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because usually, like, if I fly anywhere, I actually take a, you know, a paperback book. And, I mean, I have books on my iPad, Mm -hmm. but I just, um, they just sit there right now. Yeah. Um, I just prefer, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because my daughter, she... When we go to Barnes and Nobles together, and we can't walk out of there with less than five books, <laughs> um, and then I just got to find time to read them all. Yeah, um, she, I think it's her that's gotten me into reading from a physical book and not an ebook. That's great. That's great to hear that the younger age still likes the physical books because you know their whole world is digital. It seems so. That's encouraging. Well, yeah, yeah after uh, this would have to be, honestly, the first year I've seen this girl read, um, even though her mom's a writer, um, <laughs> she just didn't want to get off her phone to read. I told her, I said, you know, with some books, you might have to get through the second or third chapter before it hooks you. Sometimes they hook you right off the bat, but um, she gets bored easily so if it doesn't capture her she's she's not going to sit there and read it yeah i guess that's why they tell you to hook the reader in the first sentence right (laughs) exactly yep yeah so now you also you're a collector of elvis presley memorabilia tell me about that i am that started back in 1991 um i was five when he died in 77 I've heard his music and stuff, but it wasn't until 1991 that I wanted to know everything about this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, loved his music, collect his stuff. I've got books. I have a pinball machine. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got a lot of stuff of his that are hanging up. I've collected actual prints that people who got to go to his concert, um, I was able to find and purchase mm-hmm. and put them in frames and stuff. Have you ever been to Graceland? I have. I actually went for the first time in 2008. And when I got off the bus at his house, I almost started crying. Because um, <laughs> I, I never thought I would be able to go. Yeah. And it just, to walk in his house was just, it was so overwhelming because this is where he lived. And yeah, it was amazing to see all his accomplishments and I mean, the room with all his awards in it was just, wow. Um, that yeah. makes him the king of rock and roll. He's bigger now than when he was alive, if that's possible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he makes more money dead than he did alive. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I understand that music is also a hobby of yours. Yeah, my favorite band is Three Doors Down. I actually saw them for the first time, I think it was, 2000, um, mm-hmm. I was going to a concert with my boyfriend to see Creed, and they opened up. Um, oh, wow. And with the Superman song. And <laughs> I was just like, oh, my gosh, I just love their music. So ever <laughs> since then, um, for 17 years, 
I have. I'm, I just went and seen them. Um, they played in Chicago a couple years ago, and I got to do. I got VIP tickets, so I got my picture taken with the band. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, it was amazing, and I was front row, and I mean they literally two feet from the stage. And I'm going to see Matchbox 20 in September. Oh, I love Matchbox 20. That sounds exciting. My daughter and I went to three Taylor Swift concerts when she was here. So Mm -hmm. I love them. Um, In fact, the first one we went to, the stage was like right there. (laughs) And I was just ecstatic because this is my daughter and my first concert. I think she had to be about 10 or 11. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was amazing. The concert was amazing, of course. She throws such awesome concerts, so. Yeah, I've heard that she does. How fun. How fun to get to share something like that with your daughter, too. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So what's next uh, for you uh, career-wise? Are you working on a novel currently? I am. It's uh, finishing up at the editors right now. It's Mm -hmm. called Twisted Secrets. It's mm. book three of my Secrets and Second Chances series. Um, book one is Family Secrets, which came out at the end of 2015. Hidden Secrets came out February 2016. And Twisted Secrets should be out next month. Mm. Okay. So is this the final book in the series, or do you plan to continue? I do plan on going on more. This was a really good book to write. It actually has seven main characters in it. So it was definitely challenging for me, but Mm -hmm. I was so absorbed into it because there's just so much going on and so many twisted secrets to tell. So, (laughs) um, and how this series got together is I wanted to write a book about me and my two best friends. And when I started out, it was just telling each of their stories. And I said, by the time I'm done, this is going to be like 150,000 words. Nobody's going to want to read a book that big. (laughs) So I split it into series. Um, My first book, Family Secrets, is dedicated to my girlfriend, Jill Fisher in Florida. And the second book is my character. And the third book, Twisted Secrets, is my best friend, Angie, in Ohio. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, Twisted Secrets will be out next month. I'm excited about that. And then I'm working on the young adult book that I mentioned at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're going to continue to write the young adult novels. Will it be a part of the Help Me series, or are you working on something new altogether? This is something new, but I do plan on doing a book three in the Help Me series that deals with bulimic. And of course, it, you know, will deal with bullying in there too, because, Mm -hmm. you know, girls can be so mean um, when it comes to being skinny or overweight. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be a little difficult to write because it's not something I've ever had to deal with. But Mm -hmm. I do know someone that has battled with being bulimic. Another great topic. Thank you. What can you share with us about your self-publishing experience? It was very difficult at the beginning because, you know, it's a learning process. Uh, There's a lot to do um, when you're self-published. Now I have my own steps. I do the interior of my own book um, Mm -hmm. when I put it on Create Space. I have a guy that does my book covers, so I just give him what I'm looking for, and he throws it together, sends it to me, and 
so far I've never turned down any of his covers. Um, he mm. does so good. And then I have an editor that actually found me on LinkedIn because she loved my book, Not Forgotten. Oh, um, great. But she said that whoever I had edited didn't do a very good job. So <laughs> I had it re-edited, but that's how I found my editor. Mm-hmm. Do you think the publishing and promoting side is harder than the actual writing of the book itself? Yeah, until I got um, like a routine. When I first got started, like the Taylor books, um, there's so many, you know, red tape you have to go through because, ooh, you're a self-publisher, so they kind of frown at you. Um, but now they're actually making it easier if you notice there's a lot more people self-publishing yeah um, unless they're very um lucky to get you know a literary agent or maybe you self-publish and an agent gets a hold of your book I mean there's that's happened many times mm-hmm. so yeah after a couple years I kind of knew um which steps to take okay this one was a waste of my time so I'm not going to do that this time um, so usually what I do is I get I have create space that will put it on Amazon for me, and then I can also do Barnes and Nobles on my own. But I usually don't do the print on Barnes and Nobles. But I have a new website that I'm trying out called Pronoun, and it's where you can upload your book, and it, they make it into an ebook for you, and okay. they'll distribute it to five different places for you. And then they keep count on whenever you sell a book, um, you get a review, and then you get more of a percentage for the book than you would on Amazon or Barnes & Noble because everybody wants, you know, a cut of Mm -hmm. distributing your book. I do remember on Amazon when I was doing the KDP, you can sell the book and get more readers if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. Because I think a lot more people go towards Kindle than mm-hmm. they do Nook. So, but like I said, KDP gives you the, the chance like once every three months you can promote your book by discounting it or whatever. And mm-hmm. who knows, you know, you have 100 buyers. Um, when I did not forgotten, I actually did it for, I think it was just three or four days. I did it for zero. I mean, they got the book for free. I had over 19,000 downloads. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. I didn't make a penny. (laughs) (laughs) And I wish I would have got that many reviews back, but I have not. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you got your name out there, so. Exactly, and that's what you want, yeah, that's what you want to do when you're a self-publisher is just promote, promote. You really got to promote on Facebook, Twitter, any place you can. Um, Yeah. Whether you're, you know, you're paying a little bit of money to, you know, get it tweeted or whatever. If you can afford it, do it because, you, yeah, you really got to get out there and and definitely enter book contests because Mm -hmm. that helps you too. Yeah. It can definitely be a full-time job promoting your book. It is. Donna, we are quickly running out of time, but before we go, I wanted to ask you, what advice can you give to aspiring authors about writing? Um, I'm sure many people have heard it before. Just, you know, if you want to write, it is very time-consuming. But if you have something that you want to share with other people, all you have to do is sit down and write. Um, whether it takes you six months, a year, two years to write it, just write mm-hmm. and, and write every day. Do you write every day? I do try, um, whether it's only five words or, I mean, I could sit there for five hours and maybe do 500 words in that mm-hmm. five hours. 
it just depends how my brain is functioning that day. Mm-hmm. And write about what you know. Exactly, yeah. If it's something, um, like I said, Broken Promises was based on what I went through. So that was, it was a difficult book to write, but also easy too, because it was something that I knew very well. Donna, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a great pleasure. I really enjoyed getting to know more about you and your books. Thank you. Listeners in the Chicago area on June 10th and 11th, be sure to check out the Printer's Row Lit Fest. The festival is considered to be the largest free outdoor literary event in the Midwest. You can meet Donna Zadinovsky and check out her books in the Chicago Writers Association tent on Sunday, June 11th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Thank you for joining us today for our interview with Donna Zadinovsky, author of Help Me. Once again, you can find out more information on Donna and her books at www.donnazadunajsky.com. And be sure to check out our other interviews at InsideScoopLive.com. 